The only real sadness, the only real failure, the only great tragedy in life is to not become a saint. Leon Bloy. Welcome to the Everyday Saints Podcast, where we learn about the saints as we strive to become saints. I'm Paul, and we're up to part three of our four-part series on the founders of the four major religious orders. Last time, we looked at St. Dominic. Today, we meet a man who was his contemporary and was one of the most famous and beloved saints of all time, St. Francis of Assisi, founder of the Order of Friars Minor, better known as the Franciscans. Francis was born in Assisi, Italy, in 1181, the son of a wealthy cloth merchant. At his baptism, his mother named him Giovanni, after St. John the Baptist. But when his father returned from business in France, having missed his son's birth, he immediately renamed him Francesco, due mainly to his love of all things French. The name literally means the Frenchman. Unlike many of the saints we've met on this podcast, Francis did not come from humble beginnings, nor was he pious from a very young age. On the contrary, he was from a wealthy and respected family, and into his young adulthood, he was something of a playboy. He especially loved the debauchery of the many festivals the city held, and looking back years later, he confessed about that time, quote, I lived in sin, end quote. Francis had other early adventures as well, including a disastrous attempt at military glory during Assisi's war with the neighboring city of Perugia, during which he was captured and held for ransom for nearly a year. He attempted to join the Fourth Crusade, but turned back after only one day on the road, having had a dream in which God told him he was on the wrong path in life and to return home. God told him, follow the master rather than the man. After this vision, Francis began to practice more and more a life of prayer, penance, pilgrimages, and almsgiving. The major turning point came when he met a leper on the road. Initially repulsed by the man's illness, Francis nonetheless jumped down from his horse, embraced the outcast, kissed his hand, and gave him clothes and money. Soon after, he gave away all his possessions, choosing a life of poverty and serving the poor and outcast. His father was, understandably, not pleased with this turn of events, and, unable to convince him to return home, ultimately brought charges against his son for taking money from the family business and giving it to the poor. Francis repaid his father, but their relationship was over from that time forward. In 1206, he had a vision while praying in the ruined chapel of San Damiano, in which a voice told him, Go and repair my home, which you see is falling down. Francis took this call literally and began repairing churches throughout the region. In 1208, following a mass in the church of St. Mary of the Angels, he gave away his shoes and staff, donned a simple tunic with a cord around the waist, and began to preach publicly. Within a year, he had attracted a dozen followers to his simple and austere way of life. He wrote a brief rule for the order in 1210, based on passages from the Gospels. 
and went to Pope Innocent III for approval of the Order of Friars Minor. Around the same time, he was ordained a deacon, but he was never ordained a priest, mainly because of his high regard for the priesthood and a belief that he was unworthy of such a calling. Around the year 1212, a young noblewoman from Assisi named Claire joined the movement and founded a community of women known as the Poor Ladies of San Damiano. Today, their order is known as the Poor Clares. In 1219, Francis was finally able to fulfill a dream of traveling to the Holy Land and preaching to the Muslims. In Egypt, he met with the Sultan, who, though impressed with Francis, did not convert. Francis returned to Italy, and in 1224, on a visit to Clare at San Damiano, he composed his famous Canticle of the Sun. Francis died on October 3, 1226, and was canonized just two years later by Pope Gregory IX. Franciscans today still maintain the original characteristics of those first friars, living the gospel, following Christ, poverty, and fraternity. Notable Franciscan saints include St. Claire of Assisi, St. Bonaventure, St. Anthony of Padua, St. Padre Pio, and St. Maximilian Kolbe. St. Francis is most often associated with animals and his love for them, which was certainly true. But more than anything, he loved God and his church. His life's work was meant to draw others into a relationship with Christ. And among the ways he did this are through the creation of two of the most popular devotions in the church even today, the Stations of the Cross and the Christmas Creche, also known as the Nativity Scene. In our next episode, we'll wrap up this short series on the Founders with a look at a Spanish saint who helped save the church, St. Ignatius of Loyola, founder of the Jesuits. St. Francis and St. Clair, pray for us. We'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Everyday Saints and that you're finding our look at the lives of the saints both informative and enlightening. If you'd like to help us continue making podcasts like this, please consider supporting us for as little as 99 cents a month by clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll go a long way towards us being able to make this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again. Thank you.